The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 614. Starting off here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. That's right. We're playing Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 because it's the last version of the game that included the Far Lands, which is the, the ultimate destination we are heading west towards here with this episode. Coming right at your faces. <laughs> and Saturday, October 15th, 2016. Episode 614 for October 15th, 2016. Look at that flower. Look at that flower sitting there. But we got Wolfie. Did we get Wolfie? <laughs> we got Wolfie. We have our workbench, which we forgot previously in the last episode. It's, it's a brand new workbench. We are ready to, to head off, head west. And hopefully you all are, are wait a minute now I've, I've I've entered in the wrong number here I've certainly very much so entered in the wrong number um, I think I can approximate the the number for the child's play charity donation over at farlandsrobust.com I have 441 thousand <laughs> I know that's wrong I think it's 41 thousand <laughs> because it used to be four one or no it used to be four seven wait a minute. Hold on. All right, I'm back. It is $41,474.47. That is how much we have raised this season of Farlands or Bust for Child's Play Charity. Uh, actually, I actually need some dirt for the elevated hidey holes coming up, so let's let's grab some, why don't we? Farlinesorbust.com, raising money for Child's Play. Whoa, Charity! Woo! Guy's taking a pot shot at me. Child's Play Charity helps get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. We've been supporting Child's Play Charity since June 2011, having raised over $375,000. Plus, of course, like I said, this $41,000 raised this season. We're trying to raise $60,000. This is season six of the series, after all. That makes the most sense, does it not? And then when we raise that $60,000 is when I will finally and finally's mm, uh, is when I will finally press F3 after the end of a live stream to see how far we've walked F3 displays the coordinates <laughs> I the last episode episode 613 was 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 rife with with issues and and little bad luck happenstances. I was pretty much stubbing my toe throughout the entire episode. I'm trying to reverse that trend here, but so far uh, these tongue twisters are not allowing me to do so. But uh, but yeah, you know the story. You know the story. Farlandsabus.com. Donate to Child's Play Charity. Help out a great cause. Ask a question with your donation that'll be answered in an episode of Farlandsabust. And then also, and then also, Get us towards that goal and closer and closer and closer to pressing F3 finally. Isn't that something you'd like to see? Isn't it? Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. 
Woof, Wolfie would like to see it as well, so help out uh, Wolfie as well, why don't you? So yeah, I appreciate all the donations, and we're actually... I don't have too much in the way of story time uh, as, of, as of late. So we're just gonna jump right into the questions from donors. Folks who have been so generous as to donate to Child's Play Charity have asked the following questions. This one from Mary Catherine. Who says, I've... Whoa, I got all turned around. Where are you? Oh, there you are. I've donated... I've donated... (laughs) I've adopted... (laughs) You've adopted two kittens. When I had to name them, I thought, how would Kurt name them? So I named them Phobos and Demos. Yes, indeed, Mos. (laughs) I was wondering how exactly you came up with Eva's name. Eva's name, I mentioned before, was... I was looking for a name that was kind of space-related. I was considering, um, um, what, what, um, um, I was considering Io, something that was short and simple, uh, but also had some sort of name that kind of related to things I liked. (laughs) Space! Uh, Io was interesting. Io is a moon of Saturn, if I'm not mistaken. And the Greek mythology behind it is Io is the god of, of all things, herding, cattles, cattles and, 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 uh, uh, cattle herding, shepherding almost, I guess. Uh, and that would have been appropriate because Eva's Australian cattle dog, a, a herding breed. Um... Kind of a weird name. Ooh, look at this place. Kind of a weirder name. Um, I was also thinking Ceres. Ceres was similarly... Uh, Ceres was the dwarf planet between Mars and Jupiter. Careful, uh, Ceres make a good dog name. Make a good dog name, I would think. Uh, but ended up with Eva. A little bit more obscure, but made sense as well. Uh, a little bit uh, more, uh, you could you could say EV, EVA, EVA, like like astronauts go on EVA, extra vehicular activities when they go out on spacewalks or, or walk on the moon as they did or whatever. We're all considered EVAs, uh, but also there's the there's the the uh, the Wally connotation there as well, Wally and Eva. So yeah, that was that was kind of the. Uh, the uh, kind of appropriate name, I do believe. It's always kind of always kind of odd naming an adopted pet because they usually come with a name or the the adoption uh, shelter or uh, foster home will usually apply a name to them. Eva at first was Stitches, and then it was Ruby. Like the foster home named her Ruby because she was a red healer. Very very original. Uh, but then went with Eva. Indeed. So that's where Eva got the name. All right, this terrain is is gorgeous and beautiful to behold, but it is difficult to traverse. Ruian asks, Have you ever snowboarded or skied? If not, would you like to try it? Would you prefer snowboarding or skiing? I'm a snowboarder myself. Totally radical, dude. And lived in New Zealand the season 
is just ending. And living in New Zealand, the season is just ending. Uh, true, true. You're just getting out of winter, I suppose. Um, I'm not sure exactly. Um, I don't... I'm assuming skiing is easier. It still requires balance and poise and grace. Many qualities that I do not possess, but it seems like less so than snowboarding. Requires a little bit more finesse on a, on a single platform versus having two platforms to work with. But overall, I'm not... It's not one of those things that I... are on my list of need to try or interested in trying or anything like that. So, not not especially, to be honest with you. I'm not a particular fan of snow... I, snow sports, per se. Uh, snow can be okay if you don't have to drive through it, but snow sports... Um, typically, typically not, not one... a thing that I, I am a particular of interest in... I am interested in. So... But yeah, thank you very much for the donation and the question. Izzy... Izzy asks... Woof, we gotta make a boat. We gotta make a boat here, Wolfie. How about a couple boats? Boat out of a bed. Let's make three boats. And let's also, since Wolfie took some damage... Hello! Ah, good, you ate that. <laughs> I, was, I was keeping an eye on my hearts to make sure that half-heart didn't suddenly come back. Um, I'm sorry, what were you asking? Izzy? Izzy is asking... The Voyager mission set out, including a golden record on board with pictures and audio to tell alien races about humanity. What would you send into space if you had to make a similar collection with or without similar storage constraints? Uh, one hour of audio and about 120 pictures. This is a question that I probably cannot answer in the short amount of time that I have of this episode. Uh, I, this this question kind of brought to mind there's a, a Kickstarter actually going on that is a collection, a recreation of the golden record that's an actual vinyl golden record collectible box set of not only the actual golden record, the sounds, the audio, and the data that's contained herein, uh, but also there's like a box, a very fancy box set that includes prints of all the images and, and information about the Golden Record and the Voyager missions and, and things like that. Uh, seems very interesting. Uh, to get the entire box set, I believe it's like 80 bucks. I'm personally doing all, all in my might to resist, because I simply... Excuse me, Wolfie. Can't place blocks. Place blocks! Uh, doing all I can to resist getting that uh, Kickstarter box set. Uh, for my own budgetary concerns, and also just less, just less, I'm trying to get less things, less things for the sake of things around the house. Um, but, but yeah, that, th this question brought that up to me. But let me, let me, let me sleep on this question, and I'll answer it fully, or perhaps dodge it, in the morning! Whoop, why can't I sleep? And a voyagerness. Woof. What would I put on it? I'm not sure. Didn't they have to do... Well, have to is a strong word, but didn't they do something similar with New Horizons? Because New Horizons is also going to zip off 
into all of history out and out and out of the solar system, although I think it's going to slow down much more dramatically. And and the Voyager craft are actually going to be further and remain further for all of eternity. For as long as the universe exists, they're going to remain further out than the New Horizons is, uh, despite the fact that New Horizons had quite the velocity velocity at get-go, the fact that it is making course adjustments to visit other uh, KBOs, uh, other outer solar system belt objects beyond Pluto, uh, I think is going to change its trajectory and its 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 speed uh, much more dramatically than the Voyager missions are just pow they are they are on their way they are leaving in a hurry. Um, but uh, yeah, I honestly don't know. It's very difficult to say, and of course, it's a complete and and utter. Hopeless, <laughs> as, as far as, like, if your mission is to have an intelligent species, any sort of life form. Oh, I'm sorry, Wolfie, I'm making a river here. Dang it. <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm making waterfalls. You got in the way. Uh, yeah, the, the Voyager missions aren't aimed at any star system in particular. Uh, and even if they were aimed at, say, the nearest star system, even now so that we've discovered that there is a moderately Earth-massed planet around Proxima Centauri, the closest star, uh, it would still take, at their speed, something like hundreds and hundreds of... hundreds of hundreds of millions of years, perhaps even into the billions. Like, the, the universe would end. <laughs> the, the heat death of the universe and entropy would, would would cause an abrupt ending far before, even at the speed they're traveling, the Voyager spacecraft were to reach the next star. So it's, it's a completely and utterly hopeless, hopeless, uh, uh, I suppose, addition to the mission. And also the, the, the shelf life uh, in the deep of space of these records of vinyl, uh, the data is, is going to be lost long before then, even. Um, but it, it, I still agree with, and I still appreciate, and I'm still uh, encouraging of of the idea and the uh, the thought, just the simple humanitarian thought behind projects like the Golden Record. Um, sure, it's a little bit of a little teensy bit of extra weight, which is any teensy amount is is a big deal. Uh, but I know, you know, people like Carl Sagan, he was part of that program, really fought for putting the golden record on there, and then really fought for, again, turning the cameras around and taking a picture of the Earth from beyond Neptune's orbit, um, the pale blue dot you get. You know, it, it's kind of... It's the, human, it's, the, it's the human side of this scientific mission. Uh, just a little fleck of hope and humanity... And, and uh, you know, writing down, I was here, sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, the, 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 that, that fact that it's, it's literally completely hopeless and pointless, uh, I think, is not the point at all. But yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to deflect this question and not have any specific answers for you. Um, I feel like, certainly, what was put on the Golden Records were 
were good ideas, obviously well thought out by very, very smart people. I, I don't see why I would have any better ideas, because I am not one of those smart people by a, by a long shot. So, yeah. That. <laughs> oh, man. White Fang asks, have you heard from Snarky Yellow Text recently? Wondering if you found a new job elsewhere. Channel needs a recap on Snarky. Um, Snarky Yellow Text is difficult to uh, come by. <laughs> busy, busy person. He did make an appearance in yesterday's or two days ago. I, I played the new version of the building game that Seth Bling built. He built a brand new version of the building game. Uh, oddly enough, after it was asked of him in at Minecon during our panel, the Mindcrack panel, uh, he built a new version that works in the 1.11 snapshots of the building game. Played that, and because in large group settings I'm rather shy and quiet, uh, I I handed over the the joke and commentary reins to Snarky Yellow Text, and Snarky Yellow Text had a few interjections of jokes and fun to be had there. Uh, but yeah, Snarky Yellow Text is certainly one of those things that has has been informally retired, certainly on the mass scale of things. Had a big part in, in the early Far Lands or Bust World and even showed up in other episodes. Certainly showed up recently, well, over a year ago in a UHC rather prominently. But uh, yeah, every once in a while, every once in a while, but it's simply... I've I've made many references to this and, and made many explanations as to why I don't use snarky yellow text anymore. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll you know too much of a good thing would be too much of a good thing. Could you imagine having done snarky yellow texts for over over five and a half years here as we're in Far Lands or Busts? Uh, I think the joke would have died. The joke did die, and and we've moved on to different aspects. Obviously, if I'm if I'm now that we're in a podcast, we have a podcast edition. If I were to be depending on and utilizing a, a vast portion of my content to on text display, the podcast listeners would really miss out on quite a significant portion of of the content that I'm putting towards the and and even effort that I'm putting towards these. So I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with my fumbling, tongue twister filled. Vocals, I think, is the way I'll stick to it. Because boy, howdy, I need some practice, I guess, or something. I'm trying, trying, trying to get back on the, the. We we had a good kick going there for a while of the Far Lands or Bust stuff, and then things, then things, things happen as they often do, and and now we're slowly trying to get back on it. Get back on that horse that kicked you off and stampled upon your skull. That's right, stampled is a word, right? If not, I just made it up. Oh, excuse me, Wolfie. Peter and Cat ask, Do you have much of a garden slash yard to maintain, and do you enjoy such things? Do you love, do you love gardening, or do you hate it? Well, in Phoenix, gardening is a bit of a chore. I mean, you can do it, like, between the months of... November and April, <laughs> surprisingly. Um, but then the other months, anything that you plant that isn't a hearty cactus or succulent will die 
it will shrivel up, it will burst, it would literally, literally burst into flames. Um, so it's kind of difficult to do gardening. Also, uh, I'm, I'm renting, so I can't go digging up the yard and planting all sorts of in-ground gardens and, and shrubberies and other such things. Uh, and also there's no... It's it's a desert yard. It's it's gravel. There's not a single blade of grass uh, in in the yard. Um, there's a couple trees. There's there's some citrus trees. Useless, inedible, poisonous citrus trees for decoration uh, that were here when I got here. Uh, a nice fern, and that's it. Do have some pots that uh, ended up putting again succulent cactus in. I did recently mention how did have some herbs. I would like to try an herb garden, but then again, I don't use herbs too much. I'm not much of a spice or garnish guy when it comes to, to foods. Pepper, I rarely, if ever, use pepper even. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that would be nice. It's kind of, that's kind of a, a garden for a purpose, I guess. But had some uh, old basil basil leaves that were growing and were overgrown and I never used them uh, so I ended up grilling out yesterday and I thought hmm basil basil kind of smells good right so if I just throw these these basil leaves chop them down get rid of them I don't want the plants anymore uh, just throw these basil leaves on the fire surely that will make some interesting aromatic textures at least while I'm getting the fire going, right? No, no, not recommended, my friends. Not recommended to throw fresh basil directly onto burning charcoal. Uh, that was a bit uh, disgusting. <laughs> not recommended at all. Uh, doesn't smell like basil. Uh, it actually smells, I mentioned this in my stream last night as well, smells a lot like another herb that is uh, often burnt, but for recreational use. And I was actually surprised, and uh, it got me a little bit sick. I'm not a fan of that scent, uh, if you know exactly what scent I'm speaking of. Uh, a bit of a, a bit of a gross, just a gross, skunky smell that permeated my clothes and and got stuck in my nostrils, and and almost pretty much ruined the dinner. Uh, so not recommended at all, my friends. Not recommended. But let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And recreational herbsness. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, the uh the, the the whole gardening side of things and stuff. Oh look at this! Look at this! We see it! We see it everybody, that means we have to explore it. That's neat. That's actually Significant. This is sea level. That's actually kind of high up there for a for a dungeon to exist. Hey, Wolfie, come on over here. I'm gonna have you. No, no. Enough. Enough with the bath time. Let's. There we go. Have a seat. Hmm. This is peculiar. Oh, it's it's a zombie. It's a zombie. All right. Let's take care of this. Uh, in general, I never much cared for gardening, uh, to be honest with you. Yard work. I never liked mowing the, the lawn. Why can't I not? I guess I'm not close enough. Get lost. Alright, let's just 
do this in a dangerous way. This is actually quite dangerous. Let's... Alright, yeah, now let's do it. <laughs> I forgot that these take so long to break in this version of the game. This would be an excellent sidey hole if this was the end of the episode. Alright, let's see what we got here, my friends. What have we got? We've certainly got a lot of feathers. Let's open it up in case we need a hasty retreat, just in case. Alright, it's episode 614. Still not due for another golden apple, but we'll see. We'll see. Alright. Alright. Let's make a little altar out of it to make it seem very important and special. Alright. Cemetery! Oh. Some redstone, not even a, and not a single useful thing was had that day. That's a shame. That's a damn shame. All right, pleasure doing business with you, but we are going to get out of here and carry on. Uh, let's grab Wolfie. We all used all those boats already. Jeez. All right, let's let's continue this way then. Uh, but yeah, I'm not never was a fan of like mowing the lawn and stuff. So I'll be happy if I never have to like mow the lawn for the rest of my life or, or, or anything like that or have a lawn even or if I do I'll just have somebody else mow it for me um, in general or even even like planting decorative things uh, any anything like that I'm not too interested in I am like I said it, it's kind of interesting to have like food style growths <laughs> you know what i mean uh farming or not farming gardening type of not not gardening is a hard word when i say garden a lot of times when you say garden in in at least the united states you are talking about a like a vegetable garden or a food garden or an herb garden uh, sometimes that can also mean like planting flowers or little bushes or or decorative items around the house but whenever I think of a what do you have a garden? I think that there's like a plot of land where you're growing tomatoes and cucumbers uh, and stuff like that, um, which I'm not sure how that is in the rest of the world. But yeah, I mean I've, I've considered I use tomatoes a lot. I'm always buying tomatoes for my sandwiches at the grocery store. Should I just have a tomato plant? Should I just grow a tomato plant? Uh, would a tomato plant even survive here in Phoenix? Probably not, to be honest with you. But I could perhaps grow tomatoes over the winter time here, <laughs> um, but yeah. Otherwise, meh, it's, 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 I have other hobbies and things that I would rather give preference to. I believe. But thank you very much, Peter and Cat, for that question. Andy from Cologne, Germany. I remember you talking about taking a special interest in clothes slash fashion back in the day. Has this interest meanwhile succumbed to the hot weather of Phoenix? Shorts and t-shirt weather? Or do you are you still into things such as these? If so, what are your latest fashion-related purchases? Do you own any cloths of European or other non-US brands? Clothes. I know that's how you say that word. I'm not that bad at reading. Um... It has subsided, mostly out of budgetary concerns, but also I'm still trying to, still trying to dial in a, a personal style. And certainly, moving to Phoenix has affected it because a lot of, at least in my personal opinion, 
what I would consider like being able to have flexibility with style or fashion or clothes depends on layers. Jackets, sweaters, those sorts of things. Uh, there's no need for those here. <laughs> there's no need for those here at all. So that really takes a back seat and I have kind of just subsided to the jeans and t-shirt. Uh, and certainly I don't like shorts too much. I actually never really even wore or owned shorts in my adult life until moving to Phoenix when it became a survival necessity. But, uh, but yeah, like I don't really like being out in public in shorts on account of my scrawny chicken legs. Uh, but just also I just, it doesn't feel adult enough for me. Uh, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Uh, so yeah, jeans and t-shirt. I have I have recently um, found Gustin uh, denim. They're, they're a website. You know, I've, I've talked about my jeans every now and again. I had one, a brand from uh, Left Field uh, that I was really happy with. I wore those to death, but they recently... I tried to buy them again, but they've, they changed their fit. Uh, they're they're kind of cut that I, I just does not agree. It does not agree with my with my physique And uh, so I've looked elsewhere and I was looking at Gustin and they're weird because they do like a Kickstarter style Store where you don't you can but you there, there are some overstock stuff that you can just buy and they'll ship to you But you have to like fund their projects They're they're you know, they'll get specialty denims from You know the U.S. obviously, but Japan is also a big place to get uh, denim from, um, and then they'll they'll build limited supplies of a certain style of jean, uh, and they'll only build what is requested. So, like, I bought a pair of jeans. I didn't see them for two and a half months because that campaign needed to end, and then they needed to manufacture them based on how many people bought what different sizes. Uh, so it's kind of a good thing because it's like really cheap. Like usually a lot of their, it's all made in the USA. So their their really quality denim stuff is like at or less than a hundred dollars, uh, which is pretty good. Which is pretty good considering that like left field a lot of their stuff is about two hundred dollars. Um, and then when you get into like actual a little bit more denim style stuff you can get much much higher than that for the good stuff the good for the good stuff for the good salvage demon demon denim gosh what is I, I i give up i quit this is my 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 vocals do not wish to uh adhere to the english language anymore apparently is that a tunnel i don't think that's a tunnel that would be neat if that was a tunnel um so yeah i've i've, I've gone through gustin i got one of their very kind of standard denim jeans but then they also over the summer that's another thing is they release based on the seasons they had a summer lightweight jean which i'm like yes i live in phoenix this is necessary as opposed to the like 12 13 ounce denim that you normally get they also have like heavyweight rigid 18 ounce denim uh this is like a nine ounce or an eight ounce denim and i they've been my go-to pair of jeans also the pair of jeans that pyro spilled an entire glass of wine on thank you very much uh, but they've been my go-to jeans for quite a while now for the warmer weather because they're they're like very thin and lightweight, but they're still jeans, so I can still look presentable in my own eye. So um, yeah, I've 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 liked Gustin denim. Uh, I can recommend them. I could probably like give you guys a referral code that would give me like money off future orders. Um, uh, I probably won't though. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, I've, I've pretty much relegated to t-shirt and jeans weather sort of uh, clothes. I mean, I still like follow a lot of those blogs and tumblers and things, style stuff. Uh, but I think even the internet has had a really interesting bubble that burst with that as well. There was a really big menswear hashtag bubble that burst around that time. Uh, and then uh, since then, I've also kind of uh, grown out of it and have tried to kind of appropriate my own style to be a little bit more casual, a little bit more youthful, I suppose, trying to counter the sands of time that are slowly eroding, eroding at uh, my my own existence. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, that stuff still interests me. I, have I any non-US um, stuff? Not, uh, not really. The most of the stuff I like to buy, if it's going to be like a quality thing, has been U.S. related. I would really like to be able to afford a Filson double double. Oh my gosh, English! How do you do it? Duffel bag. Uh, Filson is a made in the USA company, and uh, I could really use a lot for these like weekend trips to conventions and stuff. Just a, a nice carry-on duffel bag, and uh, but they're they're pricey. They're not cheap, but they're supposed to like last you forever and ever and ever. Um, and they probably do, and they have done. But, yeah, let's maybe not make the hidey hole under sand that can topple upon us. I'm trying to get to dirt here. Here we go. Here's some stone that we can actually dig a hidey hole in. Sand sand doesn't work. Oh, there you go, Wolfie. Good job. Um, yeah, I'd like to be able to afford one of those one time. Oh, my. Uh, is this... Yeah, that is going to fall, isn't it? Oh my! What what a, what sort of a happenstance is this that I've just dug directly in to a pre-built hidey hole? Um, I'm going to make this fall because I want to. Ah. Ah. Or maybe I'll just. Oh, okay. There it goes. There it goes. We're fine. We're fine. I need to. Uh, that could still fall there. Can I make sandstone with this? I most certainly can. Ha! All right, all right. We're doing some work here, my friends. I mean, Wolfie could probably even come in here. All right, this is all sandstone above me, isn't it? Yeah, it is. All right, we've got a stable build here that I think we're all right with. Uh, come on in, Wolfie. I'll probably have to get rid of this water. No, no, Wolfie. This way. This way. Hello? Hello, Wolfie. There we go. Well done. All right. Guard the entrance. Should we sleep near some water? Uh, uh, let's... I think it's a good idea to fill it in, actually. I don't know, I don't know what sort of craziness happens when you uh, sleep next to water, if, if any sort of glitches will be incurring. Let's maybe not tempt fate with that. All right. Neat stuff. We didn't need that spawner in the side of the mountain anyway. We've we found this. Uh, was there any part of that? European or other non-US brands? Um, I would also, speaking of like non-US brands, I would really like to own... I don't wear ties that much at all, ever. Uh, but in the occasion that I would, I'd like to own a, a, a uh, Drake's. It's a place called Drake's London. Just a... a 
solid blue grenadine tie. Just really nice ties is all that they are, but they come all the way from jolly old London. Uh, and uh, I don't... I own a few decent ties, but that's like a really nice... That's a, that's a nice tie, just a nice... It's not too formal either, because it's a it's a knit tie, but just a nice a nice necktie would be great, right, Wolfie? You're kind of wearing a, a, some some nice neckwear there. It's it's blue. It's it's navy. It's is is that is that a woven? Is that woven? What is that? Is that did you get that from from London? Did you, did you? Um, but otherwise, yeah. Thank you very much for that question. Yeah, most people kind of forgot about that. I did talk about that a little bit. Uh, it was kind of an earlier uh, obsession of mine, a little bit. Kind of, I guess it was a distraction for myself from from the tedium that was my my full time job at the time when I was just starting out. Farlands are bust, but uh, I've since I've since sold a lot of stuff that I, don't, I that was just like oh really nice purchase, but I don't wear it, you know, because it's it's 110 degrees out here. I'm not gonna wear a sport coat or you know anything like that out. So indeed, right, Wolfie. Let's shed some light on this situation, and let's remind everybody to keep going to farlandsandbus.com to donate to Child's Play Charity. Remember helping us get to that $60,000 goal this season, where we can finally press F3 to see how far we've walked. And of course, the as we continue donating, that, that continues to inspire me to make more regular episodes here. And, and with more regular episodes comes, comes more regular practice at this whole commentary thing, which I'm clearly stumbling over. On a on a on a minute by minute basis, as this episode has really showed. Uh, hey, that rhymed. But uh, yeah, thank you everybody for watching and for your support. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs>